Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, bars, and life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days put the sunshine in it. Good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, with it. Keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city state. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir You tune back into The Fix Your source for faith infused Hip hop, R&B and poetry mm-hmm. Right here on Sirius XM Channel 154 Holy Culture Radio It's your boy DJ Focus checking in Hey and it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building Checking on in Happy Monday everybody Wake Woo. up, wake up New week it is a new week, a blessed week, feeling good, feeling mm-hmm. feeling like God is just going to use us in a powerful way this week, Dice. I wow. just feel yeah. like, uh, you know, them KCA Awards is happening at the end of this week. Well. And we, we're going to be in the boogie down, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be yeah. in Brooklyn. Wait, wait, we ain't going to be in the Bronx, but we're going right? to be in we're Brooklyn. Be, but we're going to be in the boogie down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to be in Brooklyn. We're going to drive and, uh, through. We're gonna, yeah, yeah, we're just going to tiptoe through because we, we, don't, we don't want no smoke. Cause we, yeah, I ain't no track star, so yeah, you pull up on me, you you might get a couple of these sledgehammers first. I pray for me. Wow, I, I'm gonna try to walk away, but I ain't no track star, so it's Man. gonna be what it's gonna be. So I look like I'm from out of town. I, I just be very clear when I dress. Yeah, I don't. I'm not New Yorkish. I, I dress Ohioanish. Mm, <laughs> if that's I a thing, Ohioanish. Yeah, yeah. O H I O. You already know what we do. So, like, yeah, what are we talking about? No. <sighs> yeah. So, no. I, I'm looking forward though. The KCA Awards are going down this Friday and Saturday, two day event mm. right in Brooklyn. Mm. Uh, if you if you if you pulling up to us uh, on Friday at uh, so you think you got bars Ooh. freestyle competition. Hmm. Rap battle, rap cipher, whatever you want to call it. it we we are expecting this thing to be amazing. Shouts out hmm. to Pastor Richie Righteous for having it. Shouts out to Marcus Hall, the mm-hmm. entire Marcus Hall entire team, entire the KCA team. team. Uh, we are looking forward. Everybody safe travels as we get ready in a few days to travel. Whether you're driving, whether you're flying, please just get there safe. Please. And uh, once again, all roads lead to uh, Brooklyn this Friday and Saturday for the KCA Awards two day event, mm. award ceremony, bar competition. You you don't want to miss it. But mm. uh, yeah, we got a we got a fun packed show for them again today. Uh, where, what what better way to wake up than waking up with me and you, Dyson? You tell the people Love it. How, how blessed uh, they are to wake up to our voices early in the morning. They are super blessed for so many reasons. One, because we bring you the latest and the greatest and the hottest news. We definitely bring in that word of the Lord. Uh, we're talking about love today. We bring you the best interviews, the exclusive interviews. Well, I'll be real with you, focused today. We're bringing them some special news because today is National 
lobster and crab day. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice. Nice. Now we, yeah, we, we, just, we, we've been, no, we've been no, talking no. about fitness and then we're you're going to go lobster and crab meat. And Lots you know that garlic meat. butter, that garlic, garlic butter, butter right butter next sauce. to it. Uh, garlic butter, lemon pepper, huh? a little just dip, spicy. Just, just dip Let it. Me, just wait a minute. I was cracking up. So for those of you who don't know, so I've been out to eat with Focus and his wife and I promised we was eating seafood one day and uh, the wife had to pick what seasoning she was going to put on this special seafood. And I'm just going to say she chose them all. She did. And I have never been so impressed in my whole life because until I was the age I am now, I didn't know you could pick more than one. I was like, wait a minute. So I could pick the butter garlic and uh-huh. I could pick which was the other one she picked? She picked it's, it was it's like a spicy it's one. A spicy one. one. Yeah. Garlic butter, it's a and Cajun spy, one. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, said yeah. I have been limiting my life thinking I had to choose one. Mm-mm. Have it your way. Huh? And I meant to tell her you, you that. You paying like, for a service, Dice. You paying for a service. But I never thought to think that they could give me more than the one. I was always thinking you have to choose A or B. It can't be like this. You can't put them all on there. And I was like, that's a level up right there. So, yes, today is National Lobster. And even for you uh, who love the crustaceans, crab day, please go and make sure you eat that food today and celebrate with your loved ones. It's National Daughters Day. For those of you <clears throat> like Focus who have a beautiful woman of God, today is the day that you celebrate her. You can either send a gift, show her your love. But this is the day. And I love this day. And let me tell you, because... Girls have been hated on forever, but September the 25th is a day to celebrate and cherish your daughter who brings so much love into the world. And uh, this day has been created to show you are just awesome chick just for being a chick. And I and I just think I want gifts on this. Day. I, somebody please call my daddy. Tell him to send me something. Okay. Uh, Lionel Gamble. Uh, today's National Daughter's Day and I accept Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. Just go and drop it in my account. Quit playing with me. You and... You and Millie Rock, your wife. Millie, Millie. We call her Millie Rock. My, so my youngest sister is so disrespectful. Her name is Mildred. My my, my father's name. Mary. It's like so disrespectful. So, but, but, but she be calling her Millie Rock. Like Millie oh, Rock. Wow. But we love it, though. She's a sweetheart. Um, but yeah, this is just one of those holidays for you parents who have girl children. You celebrate them. Okay. And I'm done. So celebrate them. Go eat some crab and lobster with them. How about that? Boop, boop. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Shouts out to my baby girl. Uh, I know you're listening to as well. Love you. Uh, yeah, let's. I guess we got to talk about eating some uh, lobster and some lobster crab. crab. Come on, it better be a special somewhere. Listen, anybody <laughs> listening to me that got a seafood restaurant, if I walk in there and you ain't got no special today, and I tell you it's National Crab and Lobster Day, oh, don't play. and you're telling me this is what you serve, and you ain't got no two for something sure today, please, for something, no family platters come or something. On. Better be I'm gonna a, have a problem family with bag. You, so I'm, I'm, yeah, just two, come two on bags now. Bags for one, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a discount now. Come on. <laughs> Seafood is expensive, Dice. People don't know. But it's, it's crazy. It's $100 because... and, and you don't even. Yeah, I'm like, bring some more. I just, I, yeah, I just spent $150. I feel like, no, seriously, because seafood, one of them things, you got to consume a lot of it to kind of get like a little full off of it. Like this little meat, we get out the lobster tails and we cracking these crab legs open and stuff. It ain't, a, this ain't no T bone steak. I'm just being honest. So, like, yeah, you got to put some work in. So, yeah. Show so, up now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's absolutely funny because uh, maybe we need to do a show on this. Seafood was slave food. So, yeah, it was slave food. It wasn't even a food that um, people who, who are up there actually wanted to eat. But we 
and I, I'll say slaves, but just people who are descendants of slaves, like they knew how to scour the water and get the crustaceans out and they knew how to boil them and cook them and crack but it used to be slave food so it's funny to me now like you said $150 worth of lobster and seafood it's like yeah but back in the day nobody even wanted to eat that so um yeah y'all need to definitely go on and dig in today please go go to your restaurant and support them because yeah all of it seafood fish fish crab meat oysters all that uh, out in the sea it takes a lot for people to go out there and get that it does it does. yeah and, and some of the best disciples was fishermen come on weren't they not i just want to put that in y'all in case y'all didn't know it i just want to say a couple of them was some, <laughs> some solid muslims. cold <laughs> brothers they were fishermen i just want to you know <laughs> as you, you walk in today and you say you an ambassador are you a okay. fisherman i just want to put that in your spirit <laughs> Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ to send the message. Listen, we're going to get uh, our brother from, uh, listen, uh, H-Town on the line. Uh, When we we talk about what's going on with this new CHH Wu-Tang group, uh, you might know him as Heaven on Earth. Mm. We're going to get one of the members on the line today, uh, A3. Uh, super talented artist. This young man is on fire for God. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about everything dope with the collective of Heaven on Earth. It's mm-hmm. 12 of them. That's why I call them the Christian uh, Wu Tang of, of, of Christian hip hop because it's 12 Ooh. of them. Dang. When the last time you seen a 12 member Christian rap producer collective? So yeah, this is what they're doing is amazing. Oh, by the way, too, as well, they all do individual uh, music too, as well. So mm. A3 got new music that he's working on. We're going to talk about the collective and everything else dope that he got. Mm. Going on. So turn your radios all the way up. I know y'all can't. Come on, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. You're, locked. You're tuning to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Y'all know what time it is, and uh, we got exclusive. When I tell y'all, uh, you know, y'all always talking about CHH is dead and ain't nothing up and coming. Well, I think uh, a collective has uh, shut that down, and uh, we uh, we got one of the collectives. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and uh, give them their roses. Uh, they got uh, one project out, but I, I can see many more projects going out. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna give them. I'm, I'm gonna call them the uh, Wu Tang of Christian hip hop. That's what I'm gonna call them. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be the Wu Tang of Christian hip hop because they got they got a few more members than Wu Tang. I think Wu Tang at nine. This collective, uh, this uh, super talented artist, is a part of. I think got twelve. But listen, yeah, I'm excited because. He's different. So, yeah, we get a chance to talk about the collective music, but also his music by itself. Is, is he pop? Is, is he is he trap gospel? Is he CHH? Like he infuses a little bit of everything. And that's uh, that's a good space we want to be in when you talk about making sonically good music. So listen, without further ado, help me welcome in the super talented A3. What's going on, bro? Yes, sir. Hey, man, I just want to start it off, man. Uh, Heaven on Earth is the... Is the one and only heaven on earth. <laughs> yes, sir. Listen. You know, we, rep- we represent for CHH, we represent for, you know, the kingdom. So, uh, we the first. And yes, sir, that's, I just want to start it off with that. But yeah, man, I go by the name of A3, come all the way from Texas. I now reside in uh, Atlanta. And uh, I'm super happy to be here with you, man. For sure, man. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all are one. I, I got to give y'all, y'all roses. Uh, you know, this collective y'all got is, is super dope. But let, let's talk about you first and your music before we sure. talk about the collective. But, so first, for people who may not know you, share a little mm-hmm. bit of your faith journey with people, how you develop your own personal relationship with Christ. 
Absolutely, man. Uh, so um, I'm 20 years old. Uh, I grew up in the church uh, as a youngin. Uh, my grandfather was a, a Pentecostal pastor. So you can, you know, you could uh, put two and two together how that was, how my faith was growing up. It was very, uh, you know, um, you are what you do. You know, you are what you do. So uh, whether the sin at the time that I was doing, I was that sin. You know, I was that problem. I was um, the problem child. So I grew up thinking that, uh, you know, God looked at me that way, you know, because my grandfather and, and people in the church, they looked at us that way and they looked at me that way, you know. Uh, grew up like that for a couple years, um, which is not cool. I don't recommend living like that. Uh, and then, um, randomly, uh, fast forwarding to maybe 17 years old, man. I, I remember, uh, one of a peop- one of my good friends now, his name is Christian. Uh, he gets on a FaceTime call, a FaceTime call with me. I don't know him too much at the time, but, uh, he reads me Romans, uh, Romans seven, I believe. Uh, and you know, it says, uh, you are dead to sin alive in Christ. Right. And, um, um, I was like, he asked me one time, it, it, it changed my, changed my life, bro. He's like, um, do you, he asked me, he's like, if you're dead to sin and alive in Christ and Christ is perfect and he lives in you, you are perfect. And I remember, bro, I just started bawling because I was like, yo, this man just called me perfect. I was like, nah, nah, you tripping, you tripping, you tripping, right? But he's like, I didn't ask how you felt, you know, because a lot of times we, we feel, we feel, we feel a certain way. We feel this about ourselves. We feel that about ourselves. He said, I asked you what you are, you know, and I said, and I started crying. I'm like, man, I'm dead to sin, alive in Christ. You know, so uh, that changed my life. So I, t- I tell people, man, I, I'm going to tell you, man, I've been a Christian my whole life, but I've been freeing Jesus for three years, you know. So uh, that's a little bit about, more about my story uh, coming with uh, the father, me and him. But yeah, that's a powerful uh, testimony. Thank you for sharing that with us. Why do you think it? it why did you feel or think that you you t- you kind of like went away for a little bit from the faith and kind of you know you spoke about being a problem child and kind of getting into things with you growing up in you know in the church and being able yeah. to have that relationship early for yourself? W- do you think there was like uh, limitations of your understanding of God and what your role was supposed to do, or what what made you kind of like get into doing you know bad stuff basically? No, definitely, bro. Because it's like people people tell you what you should be, right? And, and it's like we we fight so much to be something that we're never gonna live up to, and it's just like why even try that, you know? So I think I think that's what that was my thought process at the time. I remember like just thinking like, man, I'm never gonna live up to these expectations that one God never gave me. I'm giving myself, so I don't want to put that on God, but. uh that I, I gave myself that, you know, the people around me gave me, you know, like the people in the church they gave me. So it did, it did give me like limitations on who the father was, bro. Like, cause God is, God is a, a good God. God is a God of loving. God is a kind God. God, God loves me so much. You know, I can even get, you know, surface level, but it's, it's really not surface level, man. He loved me so much that he left, you know, he gave his only son, you know, like, like when, you know, people say like, man, he gave his son for the world, but it's like, I make it specific. You know, that's one thing that really changed it. And, and, and it's like, God gave his only son for a three, you know? And it's like, once you do that, bro, it just puts a whole uh, a bunch of perspective into like, into place, into life. So I think, um, I think 
yeah, man, I just think that that's what helped me. And I think at, at a, yeah, just those limitations that I gave myself and it's just like living up to standards that I couldn't even, I couldn't even live up to. So that, that really, uh, challenged me and just made me want to give up, you know? You speak so boldly about freedom. Can you just talk a little bit more about that and why that's so important to you? I, I hear yeah. multiple lines in a lot yeah. of your music. No, nah, bro. I mean, with this next album that, that I'm coming out with, man, like it's just like uh, I have an album as well called I'd Go to Hell for You. Just speaking on speaking on that, man. Cause, and I've been thinking about this recently, man. Like uh, I really created a brand, not not intentionally, you know, because, you know, people create brands intentionally to make money or whatever man but i really created a brand for myself around freedom and uh because one i, I truly believe that that so i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a creature of emotions we all are right but i feel like i'm so swung with my emotions a lot bro so and, and uh one of the reasons that one of the ways i help myself to really understand that i'm free is speaking it you know, I don't want to say speaking into existence, but speaking it into life, you know. So, you know, whenever you, you know, whoever's listening, man, the next time you sin or whatever uh, and you go to talk to God, you say, like, thank you, Jesus, that I'm freeing you. You know, it changes things in perspective, bro, because once you speak it out loud, uh, it changes everything, bro. It puts it into the world. It puts it on you, bro. So I think I say I talk so much about freedom. So I could believe it, man. I believe it because, you know, uh, if you go on a on a, you know, a highway, and you stop at a light, you see a man asking for money because he thinks he's broke. And uh, but he doesn't know that he has a million dollars in the bank. If he doesn't know that nobody t if he doesn't know that he doesn't have a million dollars, he's still going to be asking for money. But it, it isn't until someone tells him, like, hey, bro, you don't got to be doing this no more. You got money in the bank. You straight. You know, that's that's how it is for, with freedom, bro. Like, I, I you know, I talk, I talk to myself a lot, but I'm talking to people as well because I know people feel like me all the time. But I'm telling these people, I'm telling myself, like, hey, you know, you're free, right? You know, you don't got to You don't got to be doing this. You know, you don't got to be thinking like this. I know it's hard, but you're free. You know, so it's bit it's it's um, it's I'm, I'm big on freedom, man, because feelings, feelings will lie to you, man. So. That's real. Feelings will lie to you. And, and that is why we need to have, you know, know who our maker is and our source. I'm curious to, to hear from you, though. You know, when you talk about freedom, especially the way you're talking about it, uh, I know a lot of people, the first thing will come up is mental health, because a lot of people, the struggle is in their mind. The battles in their <laughs> mind. They haven't to your point, but you, to your example, they haven't made up their mind to say, I can go out here and I can get anything because I am uh, created to be, uh, you know, I am created by God in his image and with him, I can do anything. Absolutely. So, so what do you do for your mental health? Do you, do you even talk about mental health a component when you talk about yeah, freedom yeah. at all? No, nah, definitely, man. Uh, one thing that I learned uh, through therapy, bro, is, um, wait a minute, you, with... wait a minute. You, you go to therapy. Yeah. 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 How old are you? I'm 20. I'm 20 years old. Uh, listeners, I hope y'all listening. The young man says twenty years old and he goes to therapy. Now, I, I thank you for sharing that because a lot yeah. of young men your age and young ladies your age wouldn't sure. think they would even need therapy. Yeah, yeah, nah, man, it's it's real, bro. Cause, cause like, um, one thing that I learned is uh, I like to like. So I'm very, I'm very spiritual. I'm very spiritual. I believe in the spiritual realm. I believe the Holy Spirit, but I also believe that things are tangible. 
you know, so, so one of the things that really helped me is, uh, in, in depression in, in, in this, in these moments is to have something to look forward to, you know? So, so one thing, uh, I like to plan out my weeks because if you go with, uh, starting a Monday, starting a week off with like, man, nothing like, you know, nothing productive to do. Like, you no, know, I, I would suggest, you know, really like, um, planning out your weeks having something to look forward to something that you love to do so something that i love to do i love to drink coffee i'm a i'm an avid coffee drinker you know so uh throughout the weeks man i plan out my days to have a coffee date with myself and you know and during that time like I, I'll, I'll spend some time just in the secret place and and reading and, and just uh you know talking to the father and asking questions and journaling man but um one thing i i just like to make it tangible bro so uh finding something to look forward to because once you're in these thoughts, bro, like it feels like you can't get up. It feels like you can't get out. So uh, I would really recommend that's one of my big things. Just just write something to look forward to, you know, so that's what's help, that's what's helped me. That's good. Listen, DJ Focus, uh, you tune into The Fix. We got to go to a quick break. We coming right back with more from A3. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, you're tapping into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Still got my brother A3 uh, chopping it up with me this morning. So come on, let's talk about it first. So my first introduction um, to one of your songs, I think uh, your brother, Shouts Out to 350, was featured on it. Uh, uh, Just talk about, first, you guys being able to make music and what that looks like you and your brother first and foremost like what does that look like for you two to make music and then we'll talk about your creative process nah for sure bro that's my brother man like honestly like you said like you know people be like that's my brother like that's my real brother you know so like it's like uh that's that's uh that's my hero bro you know as a young age uh seeing my brother you know rap on on his uh his apple headphones and the the little mic like seeing him do that man it's like man like i want to do that man like you know so uh, i just wanted i wanted to be like my big bro and um it's super amazing to create with him i'm I'm living with him in atlanta right now so you know it's just it's just uh we're locking in bro we 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 have uh, two albums ready you know just because we're we're two albums ready you say two of them ready yeah yeah yeah. no he got one i got one so wow yeah, so you know, so it's just it's been amazing. It's it's uh, been amazing for the both of us. I I, I would I can speak for him as well, you know. So it's just um, it's been a journey, bro. Because where we come from, bro. Like I want to stress this, man. Like no one comes out of what you know. We're not we're not even you know we haven't even made it, you know. But in my eyes, in in uh, six year old uh, eight eight three's eyes, like he made it, you know. So type vibe. So it's like we uh, where we come from we, we come from uh like a border town in texas bro like no one gets out of there bro like no one makes it to a big city being able to to, to do music man so it's been amazing it's just to do that with him so yeah talk about the music scene in texas for a little bit too as well because a lot of people don't know about the texas you know in houston texas you know that sure. whole upbringing you know what i'm saying syrup nah. and lean and everything so talk sure. about just the culture a little bit nah man it's lit bro so um yeah, we we uh people always uh, think we're from Houston, man, cuz cuz we uh we 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 use like, you know, the chopping the screw voice. We do yeah. we did all that, man, but we we come like 6 hours down south from Texas, man. And, and okay. um the music didn't y'all, have, didn't, didn't y'all have a song though with some with H H something or yeah, yeah, uh Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, so man. that's what that's why I thought you was from Houston. I'm sorry. No, nah, no, nah, you good, bro. Like <laughs> like yeah, man, we love Texas. We we love Houston, the Houston culture, man, but I don't I don't know, man. The the music scene, it's it's uh it's growing it's growing you know but like 
as a uh, when we were younger, bro, like we were the only only ones really doing CHH and uh, we call it the Valley, you know, uh, RGV. You know, we were only ones doing CHH, bro. But there's a lot of talented artists down there, like alternative artists. That's where I get my uh, uh, like my pop influence, you know. Uh, and um, yeah, man, it's it's amazing down there, bro. There's a lot of talented people coming from there. So talk about your creative process. When you go in the studio with your brother or by yourself, are you one? Do you got to write your lyrics out first? Are you singing? Are <laughs> you doing a hook yeah. first? I think, man, you got to be very intentional. So one thing that uh, Andy Minio, we took this from Andy Minio uh, from from day one. You know, he says, um, if you wait for creativity, it'll never come, bro. So, uh, you know, I go, the, I go into the I go into the I go into the studio uh, as a work day, bro. So I treat it like, man, like, you know, uh, I don't got to wait for creativity. Creativity flows through me, you know, and uh, not to be real like that, man, but I'm not, I got the creator in me, bro. So like I can unlock it anytime I want, you know, and people, people rely on, on, on inspiration and, you know, but it's like, man, like I, I can always be inspired. So I treat, I treat every studio day. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's uh kind of like my last bro like you know you got to be really intentional you got to be really you know um i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that you know and you focus on it you know so that's how i work bro and it it, it works a lot for me you know i don't know if you're familiar with the alchemist uh the producer yes yeah man so he talk he talks a lot about that bro like on his the albums that he uses bro like he uh he he does, you know how people make so many tracks and they c- condense them he doesn't do that bro like we he makes tracks for that how many tracks so i feel like i feel like i work like that bro being intentional with my time how, how did you come up with your name a3 man so uh my name's aiden uh government name's oh. aiden uh okay. yeah, yeah my brother 350 uh i wanted to pay homage to him uh a3 you know and then uh, i had a girlfriend at the time and she's still she's still we broke up now she's my girlfriend again you know so we're getting real serious uh her favorite number was three so uh i was just being really corny so i wanted to be a3 so man uh paying homage to my girlfriend and my brother man they're they're, uh, they're my two biggest friends so yeah who else were some uh you, you bring your brother up a lot and definitely shouts out to him but who else were some musical inspirations growing up that kind of like inspired you to even get into doing music Man, uh, you know, uh, RG, you know, speaking of, speaking of my, um, my, my fellow heaven on earth brother, man, but that, that man, he was, uh, he's a real big inspiration for me, you know, being a Mexican American, uh, as well as I am, you know, I remember being at a, at a show in San Antonio, Texas, he was opening up for Lecrae, you know, and, um, he says this one thing, bro. He's like, man, like I was where you were, you know, a year ago waiting on to see Lecrae and now I'm opening up for him. And he says, if I can do it, you could do it, bro. And, you know, now I'm in a group with him, one of the biggest groups out right now, you know, and it's just like, he's been one of the biggest inspirations, bro. Of course, of course, Lecrae, Andy, you know, um, Kanye, like, just like, yeah, man, those are my big, biggest influences. Talk about that, that, that great bond that it seems like you get, you have with, uh, you know, what up RG, because, uh, I think that's, I think that's unique in itself because a lot of artists, sometimes when they get to a level to your point, you know, forget about the up and coming. So speak to how, you know, this whole Voltron, I call y'all like Voltron, like how did (laughs) heaven on earth even form? Was it what up RG reaching out to you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it was like a, it was like a, like a Jay-Z thing, bro. Like. 
I remember, bro, the time where I was at, bro. I was uh, in Texas, bro. I was still living with my moms, bro. And, and I was 17, believe, 16, 17, bro. And I remember he calls me and my brother, bro. Uh, and he's like, man, because um, hooligans was a thing already. Like, he, he's been doing hooligans. And he was like, man, like, I want to re, I want to start this group up again, bro. And, and I want you two to be some of the first people that I, I, uh, I do it, bro. And I asked him to this, to be a part of it. And I asked him to this day, bro, like, why did you even choose me, bro? And, you know, he, he says like, man, cause you're a cool kid and stuff, man. But I honestly think, man, God chose me, you know, and, and I don't want to sound very, you know, like weird like that, man, but. Like, I'm not supposed to be here, bro. Like, you know, like type thing, man. I'm not I'm not as talented as these dudes. I'm not as, you know, like again, bro, like RG said in that one show, like, man, if I could do it, you know, anybody can do it, bro. It's just God's favor. So, um, yeah, bro, it was real, like, it was real, like secret things, bro. We kept it on the wraps for like a, a two years, bro. Like it was, it was crazy, bro. Flying from Texas to Atlanta, you know, like it was just having camps and shooting videos. Like it was amazing, bro. Listen, you are talented, brother. I, I don't know why you keep downplaying yourself. You are super talented. And, Thank you, brother. Uh, absolutely. I, I do I do believe God has his hand on you and everybody else in the group, but you do have a gift, too, as well. You're super talented. Thank you. So I just want to give you roses for that, brother. So, you know, just talk about, you know, you guys form, you know, heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you assemble everybody who's going to be a part of it. Walk us through being in a studio session with y'all. Like I could just oh, imagine man. maybe three artists like arguing or having some some disagreements or seeing things this way, but it's like twelve of y'all. So no, like, how do y'all come to a common ground on how y'all creative work needs to be for a project? Bro, we just we really talk about it, bro. Like to be honest with you, man, like we had a lot of problems coming, you know, coming up, bro. And it's like we we every time we we'd come on a problem, bro, we talk about it and we'd be like bro this is why no groups last mm. but but and when one thing we said bro it's like we are gonna last we are gonna talk it out we're gonna pray it pray it out we're gonna we're gonna here let's do it right now you know like tight vibe bro so it was it was very uh like overwhelming it was very intentional it was very scary for me bro like uh, you know speaking of my shoes i'm 20 years old i was 17 at the time i'm 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 in a room with some of my heroes bro like, I'm just, like, super scared, bro. Like, I talk about in my album, you know, this coming up this next year, bro. I talk about how my thoughts in those studio sessions, bro, thinking, like, why am I here? Like, super scared, feeling like I have nothing to offer, bro. But it was, um, it was crazy, bro. It was intentional. We were very intentional, bro. Like, we knew, you know, what the enemy might wanted to do, bro. Like, we, we knew of these things bro so we we came prayed up bro we came very intentional we came um ready to talk bro you know we talked a lot bro we talked a lot man like the music was easy bro but talking man that was that was the real thing that's good man listen i appreciate you rocking with us man um what's next man is uh heaven on earth going on tour are you going on tour by yourself man man i hope man we need to talk to rg man you know he's he's doing his thing but um you know as as for me man uh you know i'm planning i'm planning on doing something doing something soon uh i got a couple shows up you know uh opening up for some some uh some big artists uh but uh you know we planning for some stuff in the in the in the next year bro but i got a uh, i got an album coming out you know i'm very excited about it um it's called uh i ain't gonna say i'm gonna say right now but uh but yeah man i'm very excited about it i feel like this is like my first album i feel like it's it's really like 
explaining uh, who A3 is and, and uh, you know, what I want to do. So, yeah. Any any special collabs on there that we don't know about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got, um, let's see this. I'll tell you off off rip. I got, you know, I got uh, John Keith. I got a Klesso. I got Wolf. I got 350. I got this man called uh, Charlie Powers. I got this other dude. He's low-key dude uh, called Blaine Stevens. I got this young kid from Florida called George. Um, got my brother, Christian Aparicio. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, not a lot of big names, bro, but um, very intentional parts, bro. So I'm being very intentional with with the music, not using them for their name, but using them for tools, you know, using them as tools. So it's going to be good, man. That's good. Listen, we're praying for you, brother. Hey, listen, tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. For sure, man. Um, I go by the name of Where Is A3 uh, on all all uh, social platforms. I go by A3 on all streaming platforms. I'm coming soon with new music, man, very soon. Keep it locked. You're tuned to The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. I'm Justin Adams, and this is your Defix Faith and Sports Report. Now, you know the drill. Before we go and get to the scores, and there's a lot of them this weekend, we have to get to our scripture verses of the day. And we start off in Psalms 5, verses 1 through 3. Listen up. It says this. O Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God. For I pray to no one but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning, I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. Again, that's our verse of the day, which is Psalms 5, verses 1 through 3. Now to the sports, and I tell you what, we had a really busy weekend, and we're going to start in the NFL just to let you know this, okay? I'm a Denver Broncos fan, okay? I'm from Denver, been a Denver Broncos fan since day one. So uh, this is going to be a tough one to talk about because the Miami De- the Miami Dolphins, they didn't just beat the Broncos, okay? They embarrassed them. The Dolphins won by a final score of 70-20. to 20. Yes, 70 70- to 20. It was the fourth most points scored in NFL history and the most points scored since 1966. And Miami, they also had 726 total yards of offense, which was the most in NFL history. My goodness. Now the Broncos, they fall to 0-3 and they will play another 0-3 team next week, which are the Chicago Bears, who only lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 41-10. Goodness gracious. The Cleveland Browns, they approved a 2-1 after they defeated the Tennessee Titans 27-3. Miles Garrett, he had three and a half sacks in the win. The Green Bay Packers, they rallied back from being down 17 points in the fourth quarter to beat the New Orleans Saints 18-17. The Indianapolis Colts, they shocked the Baltimore Ravens 22-19 in overtime. The Detroit Lions, they take down the Atlanta Falcons 20-6. And shout out to former Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, who became the first quarterback in NFL history to have at least 900 passing yards four touchdowns, and zero interceptions in his first three starts as the Texans, they beat Jacksonville 37-17. And on Sunday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they picked up the 23-18 win 
over the Las Vegas Raiders. In college football, the headline game of the week was in South Bend, Indiana, as the Ohio State Buckeyes came back to beat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish as time expired. Final score, 17-14. to Florida State, they came back to beat Clemson on the road, 31-24 in overtime. Alabama, they took care of Ole Miss, 24-10. And my Colorado Buffaloes, Coach Prime and the guys, they were knocked silly in Oregon as the Ducks, they just dominated the Buffs, 42-6. So top five of the Associated Press poll, it looks just like this. Georgia remains the top seeded team in the nation at number one. Michigan State's number two. Texas, number three. Ohio State at number four. And Florida State, they round out the top five. The WNBA playoffs, they are in full swing. And the Connecticut Sun, they upset the New York Liberty 78-63 in game one of the WNBA semifinals. And Asia Wilson, 34 points. Man, she helped the top-seeded Las Vegas Aces to a 97-83 route over the Dallas Wings. And finally in baseball, the Cleveland Guardians, they are officially out of the playoff picture as they fall to the Baltimore Orioles 5-1. And the Washington Nationals, they win a close one over the Atlanta Braves 3-2. But the Braves, look, don't worry about them, okay? They have the best record in baseball at 100 wins and 56 losses. I'm Justin Adams, and this has been your The Fix Faith in Sports Report. Now back to DJ Focus at Dice Gamble as The Fix is in. And we back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused mm. hip hop, R and B, and poetry. It's time to get real in these streets, on Dice. Well, real as real can get. You know, we're gonna talk about uh, love today, right? Yeah. We got. We're gonna talk about love. I remember uh, when I was about to get married. Somebody told me, "Love is not happiness." It's not. Ooh. It hurt, but well, it hurt though. It was the it was the God honest truth, but woo, the pain of of re- trying to receive love is not happy. What do you mean? And I just love the fact that, <laughs> no pun intended, the Bible's very clear about what love is. So, oh yeah, that First Corinthians going to it. First Corinthians thirteen and four uh, seven. Love just, is patient. What is love it? it? First Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love yeah, is patient. Love and is kind. And love does not envy or boast. Oh. Uh, it's not arrogant. It's not mm. rude. It right. does not instinct on any way. Mm. It's not irritable. It's it's respectful. Mm. I'm just saying. That's mm. the truth. That's what love is. And a lot of times people struggle with this. And I think I've I've gotten better. Let's be very okay. clear. I've gotten Good. better. I, I, so I'm gonna put myself out there. I, I've gotten better. I try to show as much love as possible to people, but it's hard sometimes. Dice with our culture. After mm. you after you give them so many chances, you give them so many opportunities to do the right thing, and mm. they continue to burn you, or they continue to talk bad about you, slander your name. I, I can go down the list, mm. and I know what the Bible clearly says. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Don't worry about fighting that battle. Still love your your enemy. Mm-hmm. But I ain't there yet, Dice. Pray for me. I I, I got a I got a cap. So I just I, I'm gonna have to answer some questions when I get there because I, <laughs> I, I I know I failed. It's okay, I, but here's the thing: you can still love your enemy, but the way that you love is you turn them over to God. You got to turn people. Here's the thing: my anger, my upset, my disappointment, my vengeance. 
it's only because I feel I still need it. I need, I owe you a return for your action. But when you realize God is my defender, oh, wait a minute. Okay. So you're going to do me like whoop, whoop, A, B, and C. Let me turn you over to God because his idea of correction and teaching pruning is very, very different than ours. And it's next level compared to ours. So it's like, okay, I'm, I release you. What? No, I release you today. Matter of fact, pack all your stuff. Okay. Take what you came here with. Uh, and I release you into the Lord. Yep. Uh, let me go ahead and block your number and block you from all my social media. And you go work that out with the Lord since you feel woo do woo. Like, but we have to learn to love ourselves, you know, because the Bible is very clear. We're commanded to love our neighbor. But what people fail to even, you know, quote or continue in is as you love yourself. So I got to love me. And this is this is the this is this is where it's like, man, you got to study. You got to You need to study your word. Like God is very clear. If you never learn to love you, protect you, care about you, put you first, send you to the doctor, make sure you're eating healthy, make sure you're getting fed, make sure you're at a Bible-based church. If you can't love yourself first, you can't love nobody else. So it's like, if I love me enough, when you start to abuse me, I'm out because I love me more. I love me more than wanting to uh, 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 satisfy your abusive behavior. Yeah, no, I love myself too much to pick up the phone and talk to you every day about your drama because whatever is going into my heart is going into my heart. Mm. I love me more. We can't be addicted to get, I lo- I'm off of what we was on. So I can't be your friend no more. It's, 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 I'm sorry. I cannot. So it's like, I love me. So yeah, love is not happiness, but to your point, focus, cause you brought this up a moment ago. Love is very patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not need its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoings, but rejoices in the truth. And the truth is whatever God said. God said, I'm delivered, set free. I'm different. I'm new. If we're not aligned, I can't love you. That's good. Like, that's it. So it's like, we don't have to lean on our emotions and our tears and all of our good memories and the time we put in and the money it costs to build this relationship. It's like, no, what did God say? God said that I ain't got to be rude about this. I ain't got to be arrogant about it. I'm not happy about the wrong stuff you doing. Understand that. And God said, we ain't yoked equally and we can't walk together. That is love. And I mean that as a friend in a relationship in a business deal, it's just, if we would lean on God's word, we would be loving people way better than we do. But we try to put our own feelings into this thing a lot. And your feelings come and go. Your feelings change depending on the weather, depending on what you ate last night, depending on a lot. We got to stick to God's word when it comes to love. So, sorry. No, that's good. And, and I think we under, we need to understand that God is love. Yeah, God is and- love. No, you brought up a, a very valid point when you talk about people don't understand how to love because they don't understand that God is love and God is the representation that we should be striving and, 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 and pulling from when you talk about love. First John one, first John four and eight says, uh, anyone who does not love and know God, forgive me, anyone who does not uh, love does not know God because God is love. 
that that's one of my favorite scriptures and i bring it up all the time because when you talk about love and understanding love we know he paid the, the, the sin penalty price for us so that we can have eternal life mm-hmm. and that's the that's the greatest form of love to me like when you talk about a savior who came walked the earth and went through stuff and he didn't have two dice he didn't have mm-hmm. to go through none of that mm-hmm. he could have stayed in, where he was at with, with the father living it up mm-hmm. sinless you know, living it up. He he commit these sins that we committed, but he came and paid the price so mm-hmm. that we can have eternal life. If that's not the, the greatest form of love, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't if that doesn't challenge you in the area of love to where you want to grow and get better, not only in God's word, but also in your personal relationships. Because mm-hmm. I think we struggle with this within our culture. We need to get better on loving our loved ones, our family members, our friends, our co-workers, people we co-labor with in church. Uh, people who are less unfortunate I, I you know I saw <laughs> one time I was at a uh, I think it was a rallies mm. and uh, you know I saw this man on it, uh, under his luck I, I, I call anybody who maybe looks homeless under his luck I, I'm not one mm-hmm. to call them names and stuff mm-hmm. so he was under his luck but I saw that these little kids were treating him very bad so one, these are some bad kids because I don't even know why. What? What? Not. Let's talk, let's talk about the facts because I'm, I'm asking where your daddy and mama at is is, is what I'm thinking in the back of my head. Like, so where, where your parents at? That mm-hmm. you up here? You done rode your bikes, got you a little sandwiches and stuff. Okay, why y'all picking with this brother who's homeless? Why? why, why they literally were picking with him and throwing yeah. stuff at him and, and being rude to him yeah. until when I pulled up, I checked all three of them. I said, "What y'all doing?" I said, mm-hmm. "Leave that grown man alone." Mm-hmm. Now if he snap on y'all. And he, and he put hands on y'all, then he get in trouble mm. because y'all throwing stuff at him and calling him bad names and whatnot. Mm. And and the one thought he was going whatever, whatever. I say, make listen, pray about it before you come all the way over here. Because I, yes, I, I'm on. When you go get in the back seat of that car, you be going home to your parents. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm asking you, nice, go about your business. And I was just trying to show them that listen, just because this man may be down on his luck right now, mm. just show him some love. And yeah. I did. When I went in there, I bought him something to eat. I said, you hungry? He said, yes, sir, I am hungry. You know, whatever, whatever, you know, I asked him, was it something to say if you want? He said, I, I will, this is what the, the man down in his luck said. He said, I will be blessed with whatever you choose to come out that door with. Mm-hmm. And I, I, went mean, and I bought him a meal and then boom. Yep. That's agape love. You know what I'm saying? That's the love of God. That's our Christian love. That's our affection. That's our goodwill, our benevolence, you know, our concern for others you know, who, who maybe you're struggling, you know, it's, it's on purpose. I'm going to love you on purpose right now, right here. And, um, we should show up like that, especially, you know, giving out, we're commanded to love, you know, people who are poor have less than we do. Like we should be, the church should be taking care of the whole community. I don't even want to get into that, how we maybe could love on folk a little bit better, um, period. But I'll be honest with you. There's a tough love that God constantly shows us concerning the child parent relationship and that's obedience. So it's like our idea, our human idea of love is way more tolerant than God's. Like, and sometimes we have become an enabler or we haven't allowed people to know God because we have become an enabler because we think enabling is love. And I'll be honest with you, this is something, and I'll just say, we had to walk through this with, with our children, right? So I, 
I, I don't like kids. Let me just get, I'll be, I, let me get free. I don't like kids. I never wanted kids. I told my mama I didn't want no kids. I'm an only child. She was like, please, please just give me one. I gave her one so she could leave me alone and go to her grave in peace, God. I didn't want kids. They get on my nerves. Like, especially today's kids. They make me sick because they were, listen, we were in an environment when we were raised where everybody loved God. They love people. So even if you didn't get that message across all the way at your house, you would go in the community and somebody would talk to you about God's love and how powerful God's love was. These kids didn't have an opportunity. It don't matter what you teach them at home. As soon as they hit the door and leave your house, the whole world is telling them about the enemy's love. So that's all I'm trying to say. It's just challenging raising kids in this environment. God bless you, those who just had babies. Amen. Uh, but the point that I'm trying to make is <laughs> my husband thought it a good idea to give his children everything. I don't want you to go through what I went through. I don't want you to suffer like I suffered. I want you to have what I didn't have. Yeah. So when the kids start turning to teenagers, they turn into tyrants because they have an expectation that you will consistently keep giving them all the things you've been giving them. Money, gifts, trips, whatever I ask for, you come through. And and he had to understand, and we've had this discussion, you're not their God. They don't know how to pray. They don't know how to ask God. They don't know how to seek God. They don't know how to trust God. They don't know how to sow a seed to believe God. They don't know because you've been their God. You God, daddy God. Daddy God. Oh. So it's like your idea of love sometimes is not the will of God. Bible say you don't work, you don't eat. That's love. You have to understand like God is less concerned about your emotions, but more about your obedience. He's a great God. He's a wonderful father. He loves us. But the point is, he's like, hey, I'm out here making the sunset and rise out in this mug. Like, can you go? do what I asked you to do <laughs> you know like 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 hey this thing worked together so God's love is is very different like if you allow your son to die on a cross for strangers I'm gonna expect a different type of, type of love back I'm gonna expect a different type of dedication I'm gonna expect a different type of obedience I'm gonna expect when I ask you to do something you bump jump skip and go and do it don't question me don't wait 20 years to walk in your purpose when I ask you to do something and I sacrifice my son for you yeah my love my love for you is way greater than your love for me so no all this extra stuff what you you mad about who your parents were what they gave you what they didn't give you where your life is where your life ain't out of all the choices you done made with john jimmy jane and all them and whatever you done picked up and got yourself addicted to no i don't care because my idea of love is you simply demonstrating that you love me back and you being willing to go teach and preach and share the love of this gospel of me giving my son for you so so you would have an opportunity of life here with me so I'm just saying like it's it's a tough conversation when you're having these love conversations with people where you're like you gotta love yourself first and one you gotta realize you were here you're here on purpose your life is intentional God has the idea for you and your father is a very loving father you got to understand your purpose first before you can even love other people. But it's going to be sacrificial. Yes. But I'll be real with you. You brought up something a minute ago about death. And I went all the way around this thing because I'm like, 
sometimes you have to die to love people. You got to die to people mm. because because they don't understand it. Like I've been loving you for so long. I've been feeding you so long. I've been pouring into you so long. I've been there for you so long. Oh, I got to die today. So you will understand my love because truth be, truth be told, half the time people don't understand who people are till they die and go away. So that's why sometimes you got to let go, you know, and I, and I wanted to bring that up because I'm like, we can love our neighbors as we're commanded to. We can love our enemies. We can love every sinner, you know. But yes, we have to have a true love and a love of Christ, not just I give you everything you need whenever you need it. It's like, no, I have to be honest with you. This is where you are. This is where you were last year. This is where you were three years ago. You still in the same place. No, you can't borrow $500. That's me loving you. <laughs> Ooh, that yeah, that's good. love. That's that love. Is, that is love. I, I, that registered real well with me, Doctor. I'm in agreement with you. Huh? What are we talking about? Yeah. Uh-uh. Stop. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't show up to a job on time. You know, you lose a job every five, five weeks. And then you want to come over here and, oh, you need some money for food because you got kids and they need diapers. Guess what? I need you to go find somebody else who's willing to support your lifestyle. Because my idea of me loving you now is being honest. I got to be truthful. You know, I'm, I've been very patient with you. I've been very kind with you. I haven't envied you. I'm not arrogant. I'm not boasting. But what I am saying is we got to walk in truth. And the truth is you need to trust God and go see where God has your life going, whatever direction you need to be praying. Go sow a seed at the church. Matter of fact, go to church. And and hear from the Lord. That's my that's me loving you. So I'm just saying, like, this love thing, it's not just about emotions and happiness and giddiness. You know, like the first two months when you meet somebody, you're all you're in lust, you know. Oh, ooh, I just want to be all over this part. Ooh, this is love. It's not love, it's lust. Yes. Okay. Your attraction is and thank God for it. Lord God, thank you, God, that I just you know what I want. You know, you you show me what and I couldn't get away from it. And now I'm locked in. After lust, I have to learn to abide with this person be dedicated with this person see what god has for me inside of this person and i gotta love this person past their faults and their disappointments and you know what i'm saying like the same way god loves me that's why i said love ain't happiness love is dealing pushing past and making sure you where you need to be you know spiritually emotionally and mentally so and you gotta trust god through this whole thing like i think love is trust you can't have one without the other like you just cannot. So um, anyways, our, our source of love is God. And I just I love loving other people, but I just wanted to bring up these other love points where, hey, sometimes love is diff look different. It, uh, it is not like a regular. Oh, oh, you're just the best person ever. Oh, I just love you, son. It's like, yeah, go get a job today or, or move out, please. And don't get it twisted. There is a love that after you have abused the person so much. Uh, you gotta walk away. That's love. That's love. I gotta walk away from you when you're not uh, lining up with the word of God. Now I have to, we gotta separate, you know, because it's all things God. So it's either God's way or no way. Facts. That's it. Listen, that's our real, real for the day. We gotta go to a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. And we're back. DJ Focus, the Dicer. You're tied back into the fix. 
And uh, it's been fun. Thank y'all for waking up for with us. But uh, we got to get out of here, Dice. But yeah. that love conversation today was off the chain, huh? You know, who you well, loving? What you love? That's it, man. I mean, that's it. That's all anybody wants to know about is love. You know what I mean? So we know God is love, but there is a definition of love. And I, I love how you said off off the uh, air is like, who you loving? Like, I, I think we need to go ahead and <laughs> do that joint right there. <laughs> Woo! Who are you I, I loving? That, but I thought that LL, LL Cool J song. Who do you love? I know. Yes, that, we that, was, that was that jingle in the back of my head. Oh, but it's a good question. Are you for sure? Are you for sure? But um, we have so many scriptures about love. We already know because we love because He first loved us. That's First John four and nineteen. Um, also, listen. See how great a love the father has given us that we would be called children of God. And in fact, we are, but this reason the world does not know us because it did not know him, but it's like, we're children of God. We're loved. That's first John three and one. And here's the thing. We are commanded to do everything in love. That's first Corinthians 16 and four. All that you do must be done in love. So it's like, love is a huge part of our faith. Uh, it's, it's the basis of our faith. I'll be honest with you, you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his, only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have an everlasting life and i mean we can go to john three sixteen and keep going on and on but uh we're commanded to love people and here's the thing god is love so if we call ourselves followers of god then we should be loving people out here in these streets love on them you better love on them and stay. Love stop on them. having that hatred in your heart and stop Ooh, having that jealousy and all that stuff no jealousy. stop it stop it stop it just mm. Go seek, go seek Jesus. If you seek Jesus more, you have a little bit more love and yeah. compassion. I don't, I don't know why people ain't seeking to Jesus. I think that was one of his greatest commands. Yeah, that's it. Come on now, seek Jesus. Yeah, I mean, but I'll be real with you. The enemy is a punk, and there, it is a trick of the devil to make you feel like you're not loved. To make you feel Ooh. like God doesn't love you. To make you feel like God never loved you. That's why you was born into this family. That's why you was born this way. That's why you had this challenge. That's why whoop de whoop. Like the enemy's voice, y'all really need to cancel that voice. Because you are loved. Like we are all loved. You know what I'm saying? And we were loved before we even got here. And so, you know, I'm just saying like, we got to love people. We got to love our neighbor as ourselves. But I think my big takeaway, and I say this all the time. We have to love our neighbor as ourself, which means we need to learn to love ourselves. Because when you love you, you really know how to treat people. You know what I'm saying? When you know, hey, I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to mentally, physically, spiritually, spiritually, financially. You know, I'm going to make sure I'm in the right places, doing the right things. I'm going to put myself around the right people. I'm going to say no, a healthy no when it's time. That's real love. And then you will learn how to love other people, you know, so. And love doesn't mean everybody's going to be happy when you make a choice. It's just like, you know, love is doing what's right. And I, and I love God for that. So, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Love is what's doing what's right. That, that is a good word right there. That's a word for everybody who married and thinking about Ooh. divorce. Love right. is what's do doing the right what's thing. right. Quit do the right game. thing. Please go do the right thing. Please stop doing the, the, these, <laughs> this, these foolishness. Just stop with this foolishness. I ain't going to tell y'all enough. Stop it. That's why they keep trying to re re reinvent the wheel of marriage. They keep they keep calling us hypocrites because y'all keep doing this stuff. Y'all ain't loving your spouses enough. Love them. Do Love the right them. thing. Do the right thing. How good was A3 today? Mm. Uh, shouts out to Heaven on Earth. 
this collective is just amazing. And uh, I can't wait to interview the rest of them, Dice. We, we got to get a, a, a Klesso on. Mm-hmm. We got to get a Caleb Mitchell on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to get the rest of the team on. Everybody mm-hmm. on there. 350. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go down the list. They they have so many uh, people in this. And shout out for What Up RG for yeah. saying, you know what? I got dope friends. And why don't we come together and put this together like a Voltron? Like, I love it. How, how many people you know would be on the platform that What Up RG's on and say, you know what? Absolutely. Why not bring up my friends too as well and show how dope uh, a collective of, of artists that I know I build with that was with me before the reach contract and are with me now in this fight with me we talk every day we do music together mm. we need to show off that it's unity in hip hop and mm-hmm. that's what I love about this Heaven on Earth collective mm-hmm. uh, this just shows that there's unity in hip hop you got 12 mm-hmm. different people mm-hmm. artists and producers all in one collective and they just gave us a project that's amazing and they're already mm-hmm. talking about working on the second one so shouts out to A3 and I love he has these a variety of sounds so mm-hmm. if you listen to his last project it sounds more popish it has mm-hmm. like that op and hip hop mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. and we know he does the trap sound he does the gospel sound so mm-hmm. that just shows you how uniquely uh, you know how, 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 how he's such a unique artist A3 yeah. is so I appreciate him coming through and just sharing everything he had today I love the youthful factor. Like, I, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. Like, and it's funny because you and I were talking about just like the years that we kind of went off and did what we did. I mean, but can you imagine if you was on fire for God at 20? Let's be very clear, Dice. We, it would be, it would be, I just think of all the, the sin I did and how hard I went and did it. No, no, just, just think about, just think about that. And like you say, if you, flip, if, right. if, if you flipped it, and I went that hard for God on the corners, in the traps, talking to the the, the, the street walkers, the drug pushers, to everybody there, telling them that Tell Jesus them is Jesus. the reason, telling them that they can get up, telling them that de- their situation does not dictate their future, nice. like really being able to preach a living word and help them come out of that darkness, mm-hmm. that mindset that I was into as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Lives be changed, huh? Things be oh, different. Oh, my goodness. Mercy. Mercy. Oh my goodness! And, and then and then talk about the, the the legal money we would have right now, Dice. Look at all the dirty money that. that we we blew. Oh, you know we uh, blew bags. Of I know dirty I blew money that money on on drugs, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. All the alcohol and mm. marijuana. Yeah, all that cars Ooh, and God. stuff that didn't mean nothing. You know nothing. what I'm saying? I, I promise you. I think God stripped that stuff on purpose. Like, oh, okay, you thought you was gonna keep having that when you changed right. your life out? No, that. He, yeah, yeah, he he shaped all that up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right, so that's this, right, that's yeah, right, that's right. Millions uh-huh. of dollars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If we could have did it that high, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it, it would have yeah. been totally game changer. Yeah. But I, I'm excited because yes, at least we do have a representation mm-hmm. of young adults on mm-hmm. fire for Come Jesus on and fire, doing fire. music at Ooh, a and high level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this they, they, yeah, this, this yeah. group is undeniable. Yeah. Anybody who hears them. You, we, we just talked about it in uh, the winning prescription uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a week ago, and you was talking about the one song, Notre Dame. You was Come like, on. yeah. I want to sit in the back of that cutlass with this front up oh, all like, the way, and I want to hear that, that, that thing thumping. <laughs> yes. I, I want to be there. Like, yeah. Because I'm like, this is the kind of music, and, and this is the generation that I truly believe, like, they're going to change so many people's lives because they're fearless and we finally supported them enough and get we're giving them platforms even like this one to be who they're called to be. So I, I just absolutely love it. And I'm just like, Ooh, 
Yeah, I think there will be a change uh, here really soon because collectively from the East Coast to the West Coast, North and South, like this, this young, the younger generation, they're just, they have no fear and they really are trusting God. And like you said, they're making good quality music and they're doing things at a high level from business planning to you name it. Shout out to Miles Minute because he definitely comes to mind with just Glow S, you name it. All of y'all who have these wonderful events out there who you're like, nah, we're going to save some of these souls. We so winning for real. Like, like, listen, we, we in these streets, like we're not just at church. We are in the streets on the basketball courts. We're in the detention centers. We are out here, you know, preaching and teaching the gospel like we're called to do. So mm -mm. I love it. Shout out to you, A3. Yeah, definitely shouts out to him. Listen, that's our time for the day. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. Mm -hmm. Continue to show the love of Christ. We talked about yeah. love today. Love, so don't love. go out here and hear that word today and then go out there and be tripping. Be, be, nah, nah, Turn be the nasty. other cheek. Walk away. Turn the that's other right. cheek. Walk away. Right. Walk away. Love <laughs> on them even though they ain't loving on you. Love, love your, even your enemies. Absolutely. That's what the words say. That ain't that's what, what folks might say. That's, that's what the words say. <laughs> hey, we, we'll catch y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Yeah. Jesus Christ is always your answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.